In some areas, people are eating the same food they give to their pigs. The kids are suffering from malnutrition. Their diet's been reduced. Even before the coup, the Naga self-administered zone suffered from high rates of poverty, malnutrition and food insecurity. Now locals say that conflict and blockades are cutting off their vital food supplies. With no government help and charity groups on the run, they're left helpless. Hello and welcome to Dota Fan, a weekly podcast that brings you human rights stories from Myanmar. It's brought to you by Fondacion Hirondel. This episode is produced by a Dota Fan freelance journalist. Names and voices have been changed to protect contributors. The kids are not satisfied with meals of mixed vegetables without the usual rice. Because of irregular eating patterns, they've sometimes got symptoms like diarrhoea and headaches. The kids are suffering from malnutrition. Their diet's been reduced. Go Kei-yoon is a father of four children. The youngest is only seven years old. His family lives deep in one of the most remote parts of the country, the Naga self-administered zone, a mountainous area on the border with India. His village is in Donhee's sub-township, nestled between Nanyun and Lahe townships. The family follows a traditional farming lifestyle, and things are tough at the best of times. Last year they couldn't produce enough rice because of weather conditions, and currently they're finding it hard just to survive because of the shortage of rice in their area. As we search from village to village, there's nowhere to find rice now. Here in Doni, we're resorting to eating mixed food. This usually involves combining balu rice, guaymi rice and vegetables we could source from the jungle, as well as those that we've grown ourselves. This is how we manage to get one meal now. The main reason for the shortage of rice is the conflict in the valleys down below, following the military coup in February 2021. Vital routes into the Naga zone are affected by fighting, and authorities have also restricted the amount of food and fuel that can be transported as part of their so-called four cuts strategy against the resistance. Nanyun Township normally gets provisions from Danai Township in Kachin State, but clashes between the Myanmar military and the Kachin Independence Army have intensified this year. And Nanyun resident Go'u says that at checkpoints, Myanmar soldiers strictly enforce the limits on importing rice and fuel. We can't do it anymore. The soldiers are very strict with the cut. They would load and unload the stuff themselves. If there is one extra bag, it has to be discarded. Some people got caught with between 150 and 200 bags, and they were forced to leave them behind. The process has become really strict lately. Lahay Township and Downhee's sub-township also normally get provisions from Kamti. Rice shipments typically come from Morlaik and Paumbyin in Sagaing region, along the Mahamyang Road. But currently there are clashes between junta soldiers and resistance forces in those areas. 
and Kanti also relies heavily on supplies being brought north on the Chindwin River. Again, this is being disrupted by the conflict, as Kothain Tan from Lahe Township explains. The regions dependent on the Chindwin River are facing big challenges. For instance, the SAC imposes blockades on the river for one to two months whenever ships make their way upstream. In response, local traders increase the prices due to the scarcity of goods during these periods. The blockades affect movement along both the upstream and downstream routes. The transportation issues and restrictions on imports have also led to price increases. Starting from mid-July, the price of a single bag of raw rice surged dramatically to over 150,000 chat. So in some areas there may be rice in the shops, but many Naga people simply can't afford it. Locals say that it's people living in rural areas who are worst affected. According to the 2014 census, that's 90% of the population. Gothen Tan lives in Lahe Town, the administrative capital, and he's facing some financial challenges, but he says he's not struggling like others are. Most places here have these problems. In some areas, people are eating the same food they give to their pigs. So yeah, there are cases like this. And in some villages, Nobody has anything to eat. The Naga self-administered zone is one of the poorest and least developed areas of Myanmar. Locals say that since the coup, there have also been very few job opportunities. Gou from Nanyun says this is partly why so few people can afford the increased prices now. Between 2015 and 2020, our region had good concrete and paved roads. During road construction projects, usually a workforce of around 30 people from neighboring villages was involved. This enabled them to earn a living. Now they have got the local development initiatives and there is no budget available. And the cost of basic communities has surged making the situation worse. It's true that every year the rainy season can lead to shortages and price increases in the Naga zone. This year, around mid-June, heavy rainfall in Nanyun Township led to road closures and some landslides have already been reported. But in previous rainy seasons, the government and parliamentary representatives would assist the population somehow, as former politician Uu Nui explains. Under the previous administration, measures were taken to advert rice shortages, including coordination with sales of surplus rice within the townships. Also, efforts were made to ensure the transportation system worked well. However, after the coup, the general population finds itself in the state of helplessness. It saddens me to witness local residents having to cope with these challenges, and seems like there is nothing much I can do to help. Before the coup, there were also civil society organizations active in the Naga self-administered zone. 
But charity workers and volunteers have been targeted by military authorities, along with unionists, journalists and anyone who shows opposition to the regime. Gomin Nain used to help in these situations. He says none of the former CSOs remain active. After the coup, no one is doing much charity work. This is because we can't even live in our home region. The military council has been arresting people engaged in charity and volunteer activities. We're fleeing for our own safety, so we can't help others. In the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, Article 25, it says that everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of himself and of his family, including food, clothing, housing and medical care and necessary social services. However, the people living in the Naga region don't have access to this right. They're suffering due to a lack of attention or assistance, and due to restrictions imposed by a military regime whose coup has sparked conflict around the country. Most crops sown in the Naga region typically reach maturity by late October. Like other farmers, Go Geyon may have to wait around two months to be able to feed his family properly again. He's frustrated with the political situation. When I saw my family like this, I felt sad. When are we going to get a good government? We want to see brighter things. I felt frustrated to see my country going downhill. I was looking for someone to blame. I was kind of angry. I even thought about making trouble for others. I became short-tempered. As a parent, I was not happy to see my children like this. Thanks for listening to this edition of Dota Than. We would welcome your feedback on social media. This project on human rights reporting is supported by Fondacion Hirondelle with the help of our donors. You can listen to our podcast via the Dota Than Facebook page. They can also be found on SoundCloud, YouTube and iTunes. You can also listen every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. and Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on Voice of America Radio. Please tune in again next week.